Welcome to an Oasis podcast. In this episode, we meet one of our latest Oasis members. Yeah, the fourth episode of season two, I present to you, the Doctor of Melee, Doctor Lame. Tell us about yourself. Yeah, I like I like that nickname. I don't know if I can use it due to the player uh, PPMD. I think he calls himself the Doctor too. Oh he no! <laughs> uh, but <laughs> only only longtime Smash viewers will know PPMD. But Doctor Melee is mm. sick. Um, but yeah, I'm from I'm from Maine in the in the Banga Banga Maine mm. area with the Maine accent. Um, I've been playing Melee since my freshman year of college, which was as wild to say in 2017. That's six years ago now. And I don't like that it's six years ago now, but I started my freshman year of college, didn't take it very seriously for a year or two, and then started taking it seriously and quickly became mm. PR'd in the state uh, a year after. Well, my first tournament, a couple months after switching to Mark, got PR'd the following season, yeah. been ranked ever since, and now recently have held number one for multiple seasons in a row, mm. um, and was recognized on the New England Top 50 as 22nd. So I found out that on the official PR, I was put on 20, but they only show the top 15. And I thought I should have been tw 20 uh, on the official top 50, but there was different balladers and stuff like that. So I'll just say I'm like in the 20s hmm. in New England ranked. Um, when I play ranked online, I've been in the 150 range. I've been on like some top 200 lists. So I'm like in, oh, some people know me. I'm like kind of like one of those players who's not really known as an up and coming player in terms of like, uh, like soon to be top 100 players, but definitely known as like a regional threat. Okay, um, yeah, I did see that New England um ranking. Um, at least I've looked through the bracket. I don't think I've seen the actual PR proper thing because I know you calculate it through like a different methods. Yeah, so the bracket is mm. like an Elo. Um, that yeah, yeah, just put into, but with one v one games, Elo is kind of weird. You get this big fish, small pond problem. So if I just go to tournaments over and over again and I never play like a player, a good player, I could just steal Elo from all the bad players and become a really high rank. Um, so there was a time where like uh, the Vermont player Lewis was like third on the bracket, but on the final PR he was honorable mention, which is like 16th or 17th because he had no sets against the other people in the PR. He was just farming hmm. Vermont. Um, the actual PRs uh, last season. Melee stacks made a top 50 under Edwin Budding made a top 50 for New England. That was like on top of the New England PR. Um, that was just a fun little thing he did because New England is like one of those scenes with a lot of uh, mid-level players, a lot of depth to the amount of to the amount of talent in the scene compared to our amount of top players. So other scenes will have like three or four, five, six top 100 players, a couple up-and-comers, and then it gets really bad really fast. Whereas New England, we have like one or two top 100 players. A shit ton of regional threats like 30 deep and then we start getting to like more of the bad players so it's like a, new england's a little bit unique in that i think it's just due to the population density with so many people who are good but then we don't have mm. a lot of majors or big events that everyone travels to so we don't have a lot of people hitting that top yeah yeah because we have to travel outside our region which is weird because our region is so population dense but i think it's expensive to host tournaments in new england mm. okay um are you a tournament organizer in new england as well or uh so i would say right now i would say no um mm, okay but over the years i've been a heavy tournament organizer i've organized over 100 tournaments Ooh. um there's a time like in 2018 2019 where i was hosting two weeklies and a monthly um 
in Waterville and the Bangor area, and I've been involved with almost every monthly that's been hosted. Um, I still, like, I mean, I've still ran brackets at events, like reading brackets, calling matches while competing in the tournament. I did that uh, just last year at um, a charity tournament. And both, I've done that, actually, the last two monthlies that were huge in Maine that I went to, I won both of them while running brackets. <laughs> and one of them I won without dropping a game, which was really sick. It was my, like, my highest achievement last season, for sure. I beat Stacey's stepdad, um, Jay Willie, who hasn't been competing a lot recently, but was North Carolina PR, and then Neat, who's a North Carolina PR Mar. Uh, and then mm. I beat someone else, I don't remember, but I beat them without dropping a game. It was actually Lavender's first... Uh, tournament in the person oh wow yeah Wait, when was this when was this this was just last season so i think it was like oh. november of last okay. year december january Wait, how long does a season last usually usually five uh four to six months okay um we kind of play it by ear so covid has messed it up a lot where we keep like extending seasons because of covid breakouts we can't have enough events mm. um but ideally we have like a sp- spring uh summer pr and a fall winter pr to try and okay. catch those school breaks in each PR. And you're doing really well. Um, you're, you've still got that top one. Amazing I to see. I still top one on the ELO. Mm. I need to play yeah. against Stacey's stepdad. That's like, I don't have a set against mm. Stacey's stepdad uh, in tournament, uh, like on paper. I play him in friendlies and stuff and money matches, and I've won like three or four money matches since then. Um, but I haven't like done it on paper, and Edgecorp has beaten Stacy stepped out on paper. Oh, so okay. So to make a ranking, uh, even though I've lost to nobody, right? I've won all my sets. Actually, I lost to a uh, thrown butt with my Falcon with my second barrier, so that doesn't count. But I still <laughs> won that tournament, <laughs> and I won a tournament with my Fox instead of my Mark. But so if, if we look at the ranking right now, Edgecorp would be number one because he has sets against Stacy stepdad. He's won two sets mm. against Stacy stepdad. Has played has played other players in the region haven't lost. Mm. He doesn't have as much data as other people, but just the fact he's played the current best player, um, yeah, goes stuff. Like Stacy Stepdad is the best active player, like in terms of like attending stuff almost every week and going out of state. Um, so I need a set win against Stacy Stepdad, and just one set win is enough to put me at number one because I have so much more data than Edgeport. But I think it's unfair mm. for me not to have played two and three on the ranking when they've played each other. I've played Catfish, and I 3-0'd Catfish, but I haven't played Stacey Stepdad this season. Have you um played against Edgeport? Not this season. Our last... Uh, mm. We played a lot online, and online, I would say, he beats me like 60% of the time online in online tournaments. But we haven't had online tournaments since I've gotten better in like a year or two. And then in person, he won our first set back in 2018... Um, and then when I was number one in the state, we played, and I uh, won a set, lost a set, won a set, so I won the tournament over him. It was yep. actually my first weekly I ever won over Stacey's stepdad was because Edgecorp double eliminated Stacey's stepdad for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Edgecorp is doing really well this season. They've really climbed up PR. Yeah, nice to see. I, like right now, I feel like I would just like based off how our friendlies mm. go, I like don't lose any friendlies when we play. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel the best I've ever been at the video game in mm. terms of like mentality. Question, question. How I approach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to misgender anyone. Is it um, ed- is it they or he or he for Edgeport? I Edgeport goes by he him. I'm like okay. 90% sure. Right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, uh, when does this season end? Because it can't be too long, right? I think sometime in October. Okay, so you've still got quite a bit of time to catch up. Okay. Yeah, I just need to like mm. drive to a BLR, which yeah. is actually going to be hard this month because I'm going to Seattle, Washington. But So, what's it called? If you beat Edupop, will that count um, the same as Stacey's stepdad? Yeah, that'll or? count the same as, like, oh, okay. he'll just put me at one. But Edgeport is at school now, so he's not even in the state. Oh, no, he's dodging. He's dodging. Yeah, he's <laughs> dodging. He graduates this spring as his last year. This is his last year of college. So oh, okay. And he'll be back in Maine. Hmm. I mean, it's a really nice place. I've seen some really nice pictures of it. But yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, people are nice. It's a good place. It's, it's a good place to live. It's just the yeah. thing is like stuff closes early. Mm. Uh, there's not really like a big. The only nightlife scene is in Portland. Um, that's the only place you're gonna get city type amenities. And Portland doesn't even feel like Maine compared to other parts of Maine. So like, Maine and stuff being open late and like city type feels you don't really get unless you're in Portland, Maine. Yeah. That's um, yeah. I'm. What was I gonna say? Oh no, I've just lost. I've just lost what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, what's on Giga Bowser? That's my next on question. <laughs> I've seen a few videos. Like, uh, you know how like some pros have like played Giga Bowser in like yeah. Some so tournaments? actually, there used to be you yeah. used to be able to like play Giga Bowser on that play, like queue mm. as Giga Bowser, but they patched that out. Um. Giga Bowser would actually, he'd be like a low mid tier. Like, he's a, you can play him, you can win stuff with him. It's just, he has like a Peach Down Smash kind of just beat. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Because he's so big that he always gets hit by it and he can't get out of it because he's so big. And mm. then if he tries to shield it, he just gets stuck in enough shield stun that they can down smash again. Yeah. So, like, it's, and, and uh, Puff can like rest him really easily. Mm. But, like, versus fastballers, like, versus the spacies, he's actually really good. Like, he could just zero to death them, and they have a hard time getting up out of shield. <laughs> so everyone just hates Giga Bowser? Uh, he would not, yeah. If he was a tournament viable character, like, legal, nobody nobody would be happy. He's not he was not fun. Mm. Like, I would, like, think of, a way to think about this is, like, the characters people hate in Melee, Ices and Puff, they, like, don't follow the rules of Melee. Okay. So what I mean oh, by sorry. that, Icy's with Wobbling. Now nowadays Icy's fine. Icy's with Wobbling Man is fine. But when Wobbling was legal, Icy's could skip learning punish game. Wait, Wobbling? So the whole aspect of the game, Wait. Wobbling is the infinite with the grab. So you grab oh, them, okay. And Nana just pummels, and then you, uh, Nana four tilts, and you pummel, and then it's infinite. Hmm? Um, so you didn't have to learn punish game. You just had to learn how to find a grab. So you were only playing neutral. That was the only thing you had to play. But now it's banned, Ices is fine. So then everyone hates Puff, because Puff has the same idea. Puff has parts of the game that doesn't doesn't play like it's not a normal character. Puff and Pikachu kind of has this too, and I think people will hate Pikachu in the same way they hate Puff in the future. Where, let's say I force Puff into the corner, right? Well, Puff doesn't actually care that she's in the corner. Stage positioning, positioning doesn't bother Puff. Because Puff doesn't, Puff has multiple jumps. Puff doesn't care that you if you hit Puff off the stage. It's no different to Puff being on the stage. In fact, it's harder for you to hit Puff once Puff's off the stage because you can't dash over there. Every other character, even like characters with good recoveries like Samus, 
there's still like punishment going off the stage. Like Samus, you can like do things and make reads to punish Samus, Samus off the stage, but Puffy can't. And Pikachu is actually like this too. If you learn like really good Pikachu RPs, it's mm-hmm. like they don't get punished for making a mistake that makes them in the corner. So let's say they yep. overshoot you into the corner and they end up behind you. They don't get punished for that. So there's like they don't have to play as from disadvantage. They like can skip disadvantage in a lot of situations that other characters can't. So there's a whole aspect of the game they can't play. Tie that back into Giga Bowser. Giga Bowser has that too. Where there's aspects of the game Giga Bowser doesn't have to play. Like Giga Bowser doesn't have to learn how to shield mix-ups. Giga Bowser just upbeats. Giga Bowser doesn't have to learn neutral. Giga Bowser covers the entire screen with his moves. He just has to play <laughs> mix-ups. It's true. He doesn't have to dash dance. Mm. So there's just like things about him that he doesn't have to do that makes the game less Focus. like fun yeah. for people. Like it's less holistic melee. Mm. It's it's just a it's a really cool character, but it's just you know I can see why it's banned. I've been subscribing to this um YouTuber and they were saying about this story, and I, yeah, because I don't know much about the scene. I'm just learning um yeah. through like videos and stuff, right? But then I will go on Twitter and like make like some random tweet and be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think it's awesome that you're willing to mm. learn. Like, one of the reasons I wanted to join the team is when we were talking, you just, like, knew Yuffie's placing in, like, tournaments. And I was like, oh, he cares He cares enough to follow his players' results, even if they're entering, like, a small local. So It's interesting. I like seeing that every day. Yeah. 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 And you get to it. That's a cool thing mm. about Smash is every scene has their locals. You get to see that every day. Like, I, I like... It's different than a lot of other uh, games in that sense, and it's a local, so it's like people that you know in person, the same people, so you can like see how people improve versus the same people and like how they change. It's really fun for stat nerding out and like following data in that sense. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, I generally do enjoy what's it called? Um, the scene. I've always enjoyed Smash as a game. Um, big Nintendo fan. I have. Um, you know. Only just got back into um you know looking at Nintendo games um I used to be such a big FPS um person but you know going back to Nintendo it's like oh this is lush you know all my you know childhood characters you know it's great I mean I'm a big Splatoon fan um I would love to have a Splatoon fan in Oasis eventually no Splatoon team in Oasis I think that would be sick that'd be, that'd be fun Splatoon's a good yeah game. yeah yeah um, I I, 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 I I think I mentioned this. I used to be a big FPS gamer. Played Counter Strike. Yeah, you said Counter Strike. Mm. I have a couple hundred hours in Valorant. Like, yeah, I wasn't like amazing, but also wasn't bad. Like, I got to complete Master okay. in Counter Strike and was the purple rank in Valorant. I don't remember. Oh wow, you just anymore. you just go to every uh, game. Okay, okay, yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, like, in Rocket League, <laughs> I'm Grand Champ. Um, okay, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like the thing is, team games. I just there's just like. Queuing mm. ranks and like competing in team games without like a group yeah, of yeah. people with a similar mindset to you is really really hard, and it's really and like I am a pretty unique individual, so it's also very hard for me yeah, to find yeah. people I can communicate with in a way that like makes sense to them because a lot of people will like misinterpret my tone and or misinterpret like me speaking about the game or, or stuff like that so i've had a bunch of hard times with like team-based games in that sense or just like feeling like hey if i was in this situation if i set my teammate up for this situation i would have won it and so trying to remove that like ego like your own ego i can't ever blame my teammates when playing a fighting game and playing melee i can't hmm. the only person i can blame is myself except when playing doubles which i do play doubles with edge of corp and we are doing yeah. really well um but we're like probably the one of the best 
I can, I'll just say we're the best team in the mm. game. It's all about chemistry. We need two of the yeah. best teams. There's only one. We need to beat a team with Beckton on it to really play in best team. But we've beaten uh, Bonfire Artie, which is considered one of the mm. best teams in New England. And we've beaten uh, uh, Jesse um, Ricky, who is considered one of the best teams in New England. So this is really just one more team we need to beat. And then, like, well, they question. Be, like, Beckton, Roy Boy. Uh, not Roy Boy. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. I've heard of melee doubles, but I haven't heard of melee triples. I saw something on the timeline. Didn't know if it existed or not. It's real. It's real. Oh um, wow! It's uh, it's uh, the guy who owns it. I think hasn't shared the code for it. It's oh. someone from the MDVA region, which is Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, um, region. Mm-hmm. And he, I think, it requires Arduino that you plug into the ports on the Wii, and the Arduino has extra GameCube ports. So you can oh, okay. get six controllers plugged in, and it's just it's just three v three. There's been a three v three bracket before. I think the mm. team that won was two peaches and a Marth. So it was just really like the peaches would just down smash on side plats, and the Marth would try to throw them into yep. the plats. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does exist. I've never played it. I don't know like if it would be fun or not. It looks silly. Um, I feel like doubles is still really like competitive. It's not as big as it used to be. It used to be. It used to be really popular during like when Armada Android would team and like uh, Pew Pew US Bat would team. It was a big event, and people used to complain like the doubles versus single scheduling because everyone was playing full. Hmm. Nowadays, it's a lot smaller than it used to be, and I I'm not really sure why because I think doubles is really fun. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in doubles that's unique to doubles, but triples I know I I would need more time with it. I think it's more silly, in the sense that doubles already simplifies melee. Because in doubles, you can, like, a lot of options that are not as good in singles, like if I just hold shield in singles, or if I just roll around in singles, the opponent can react and punish that. But if I roll in doubles, and I roll through my teammate, now you can't cover my roll. Um, So there's, like, a lot of, like, bad options become good in doubles, and a lot of things that are bad in singles are good in doubles, vice versa. And then in triples, I feel like it's just going to get even worse, where, like, there's going to be, like, some win conditions that are really easy that you just go for it and you switch for it. I, yeah. I don't know. But I've never played it. I would want to play it. I hope mm. I hope it becomes playable again. I just know it's currently unplayable. Yeah, speaking of other options, have you ever played um Ultimate or Brawl or 4? So Brawl was my first Smash game. Oh, okay. Um, that I played as like a young Josh, a young Dr. Lane. Never competed mm. in it. Played Project M, the Brawl mod, and that was my first experience with Wait, Melee. Wait, what's like that? Mechanics. I've heard of this. What's that? That's interesting. Project M is a mod of Brawl, because the Wii, Brawl was easier to mod than Melee. Melee modding, mm-hmm. only in the past three years have we unlocked adding new characters, modifying stages. It's been insane. Most of Melee modding stuff has been the last couple of years. Um, so at the time, Brawl was a lot easier to mod. You could just stage hack in. The Wii is like an easier system to mod. There's a lot of great Wii ROM hacks and mods out yeah. there. So Project M, people realize the Brawl engine is just a, is like a modified Melee engine. So we can get Brawl to feel like Melee. Like Brawl has dash dancing still. It's just they added tripping. So you randomly triple dash dancing. Um, where the newer games don't even have dash dancing because it's a different engine. And so it's a mod that makes Brawl more like Melee. So Project M, Project Melee. So it adds like wave blasters oh. back and a bunch of melee mechanics back. Um, okay. I think it's the most fun version of Smash out there. Like I think it's more fun than current Ultimate. Um, there's even a, a mod called PMEX, which adds all the Ultimate characters anyway and more. 
I think mm. it's the most fun version of Smash to play with your friends. But I think a lot of the characters are just broken, and there's so many characters that it's hard to learn all the matchups and the depth that you can in Melee, and some of the stuff movement, there's like teetering. Like, there's some like mechanics that are removed that, that allow more depth that Melee has, so I think it's a worse competitive game. But I think it's the best like casual yes. game to play with your friends. Hmm. I think it's the second best. I think Project M is the second best Smash game. I think it goes Melee, Project M, Ultimate, then like Smash 4, then Brawl. I'm a Brawl hater. A vanilla brawl hater. A uh, sixty-four is like better than ultimate. Um, I played a lot of sixty-four. <laughs> okay. I- I've competed in ultimate tournaments. There was a time where oh oh, I was gonna ask that. Yeah. Okay. I when I I took it like I started mm. learning it and played in like two tournaments kind of serious like yeah, I yeah. did really well. Um, in one tournament I beat Box Man in Cruise, so I only played him in Cruise. I beat Bounce, who's like players that aren't like super good but like enough that on the bracket i was like top 20 i was like 18th or 20 something on the elo and oh one one more win is i i went game three last stock with young hot hot who's like uh i think they've been pr'd before Um, yeah they're ninth yeah the ninth yeah yeah i went game three last stock with them that was like uh, two weeks into me switching to tilt stick (laughs) (laughs) what are you gonna ask Oh, I forgot now. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but like, wait, wait, I, I think I would it... compete in again. So oh, like, I was about I... that was literally my question. Yeah, that was literally my question. You were mind reading. I think I think I would, and a lot of it is just like time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like, uh, I don't know what the scene will be like when I'm like actually done my yep. PhD in two years. Maybe we'll, we'll be playing Rivals of Aether two, and it doesn't even matter. But I would like to be play be playing more platform fighters and less. I've played Rivals of Aether One. I don't know if you know what Rivals is. No, no, I don't know what that is. Probably the most popular uh, competitive indie Smash like title. Rivals oh. of Aether is like a two D pixel um, platform fighter with like some like more like has some melee mechanics in it and some mm. like movement mechanics. It's a pretty good game. Um, yeah, yeah. It's still competed in. But then there's uh there's a there's a sequel being made that's adding in a lot more melee mechanics back. So I'm wondering if that will be like the next big competitive platform fighter. But it's not out till I think like mid or late 2020. Yeah, I still think people will probably play melee because of the nostalgia. I think melee can't die. I think melee. Yeah. Now it's, like, it's so mm. old. Like I think you're you're over 20 years old. The game can drink. It's over 21. It can drink <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> um, like, I think it's been around for so long, it's gonna be impossible to kill, and new stuff keeps coming out for it. We got ranked just last year, like, within the year. Um, so, I, I don't see it ever dying. I think it's gonna be the chess of, like, video game esports. It would take, <laughs> it's too hard to replicate. It's a beautiful accident, in terms of game creation. And I, trying to replicate it also, like, you end up just doing it worse, because you try to, like, fix things that you think should be fixed. And then by fixing them, you've made a worse mechanic, which is very weird. I think there's ways thoughts? to make it Wait. better. Yeah. What is your thoughts on Smash 4? I hated Smash 4. Smash 4 was awful. It was run-up shield the game. Ah. Uh, that was my, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only Smash title I've got. Um, but yeah, I've got <laughs> Melee. I've got Melee on a little emulator. I got um Dolphin yeah. for PC, and I booted up recently. So I was like, I oh, I've never played this game. Yeah. I recommend checking out blippy.gg, B-L-I-P-P-I.gg for, like, how to set up net play, how to, like, optimize your settings, 
okay. how to be playing melee a little better. Um, yeah, melee melee is unforgiving controls wise. It has no buffer. Nah, nah, for... nah. I plan the most cursed thing ever. Play on okay. Nintendo controllers. I play on the Xbox One controller. Okay. I think that's not that bad. I'm actually of the opinion that's not that bad. So if we look at like like I can mm. show you why it's not that bad. So here's an Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gaming controller. What do you know? That's not not too different. Yeah, yeah. It's not too different. In yeah. fact, it's pretty similar. It's pretty similar. They're really, like it's in the, the same places. Sizes. There yeah. are people who play on Xbox controllers nowadays because there's really? people who only had uh, online. Yeah, I know someone who. Yeah, you can you can make a legal Xbox controller for LAN. It just takes a lot of effort. So online, oh, you can wow. play whatever controller you want. And nobody's gonna bother you. But the Xbox controller, as long as you have the same number of buttons, you can make it legal on LAN. You just need to change it so that it uh sends code as a GameCube controller. And I know someone who's done that. There's a Ganondorf player named Abe who started in the online era, so was playing with Xbox controller, and then would go to local tournaments and need a GameCube controller. And the GameCube controller just feels different enough; it would fuck like fuck with his movement and stuff. Oh wow! So he eventually just figured out how to make an Xbox that's crazy GameCube controller. That is so cool. Yeah. So Xbox controller actually not that bad. Actually not that bad to play with. Hmm. Of all like the controllers you could have picked, uh, the the best of like the non. Uh, GameCube controllers. That is still okay. a pretty cool controller. Yeah, yeah. I got a question. Um, what? Yeah. Is Kirby one of the worst, more worst characters in Melee? I think I think Kirby's better than Bowser. Um, that's why I okay. think Kirby is the second worst character uh, in the game. But like, is I, it because of speed? It's um, it's because of lack of a lot of things. So, recovery, you feel like Kirby would have a good recovery, but each jump, she has slower horizontal movement, so it's less mm -hmm. horizontal than you think. And if she gets out of hit out of up B, she loses all of her jumps. Mm. Um, and actually, I don't think Kirby goes by... Why am I saying she? Kirby doesn't go by she. Kirby's agender, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, I think Kirby's agender, um, or he, him, but I also don't know. Um, I'll just say Kirby instead of using pronouns for a blob. Mm. Um, and then Kirby also has, uh, no, like, good neutral moves. Like, Kirby can back air you, and that's about it, and it's hard, it doesn't really combo at low percents. Or they can, like, wave dash up tilt, like, Kirby can wave dash up tilt to start a combo, but then wave dash up tilt is, like, three up tilts into an up air, and then you're, like, out. So, like, no kill combos. Uh, neutral is actually okay, can crouch under a lot of characters' grabs. Um, man, recovery easy to gimp because of that. Even though you think they wouldn't be, so mm. but you can still win with Kirby. My friend, the ground pound's good. Trip. The ground pound, the hammer. Yeah, really not. Ah, no, not. No, oh, okay, melee. never mind, never mind. It's it's, it's better in the it's newer good. games. In the newer games, it's pretty good. In melee, it's just not strong enough. Um, like your back or your up mm, is just true. as good. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do see the difference between Smash Four and Melee because I I play both of them as well. Because um, I've got a Wii U in the living room, so I play that. I had a Switch, but I sold it for a PC, so I will never regret that. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, there's like three Switch games worth playing. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, and the thing is about um, big reason why I switched to a keyboard is the joysticks. The Joy-Con drift is crazy. I hate Joy-Con drift. It's so annoying. Yeah, you be playing. Like, it goes everywhere. I think they're yeah. getting sued by the European Union for that. 
Yeah. They um I didn't like iPhone get port. sued recently. Yeah, iPhone lost. IPhone yeah, Apple. To, yeah. The new uh, the new iPhone has a mm. uh, USB C. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second trial where iPhone has to allow third-party applications in the EU, mm. but I think that's just going to be the EU because, like, Android, I can download an APK and use a third-party yeah, app yeah. off in the Android store, but Apple, you can't do that, and that's a that's a falls under like EU monopoly law, like some law that you guys yeah. have. Well, I guess you're not part of the EU anymore, so you don't count. Um, but so like you you would you might not be able to download third-party apps, but I know that the EU, they're going to be allowed to download third-party apps, but I saw Apple's thinking about region-locking it. Oh, so no! Yes, I'll move it to France. Yeah, but the USB-C <laughs> thing is because of how manufacturing works mm. at every phone. Even though it was only the EU yeah. that fought you for it. I'm glad it's USB-C. I'm really <laughs> glad. Although, for the older phones, it's going to be a struggle going to an airport and getting a USB-C um, charger. I was um recently in Paris, right? And I forgot to bring my char- iPhone charger with me on holiday. And that was really awkward because if there was no shops with an iPhone charger, I'd be screwed in another country. Oh, but yeah, yeah, that's true. I wonder if there's an ad- I would guess there's an adapter. USB-C is like compatible with everything. So you could probably just get an adapter Boo. that converts the Boo. USB-C mm. to lightning port. Like there's a little dongle yeah. you keep on you. There probably is. There's a dongle for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I work in IT as well, so if there's something I like... Learned, actually, there's not a dongle for everything, because I it, learned that... Most, uh, mostly, though. Let's be honest. A DVI, like, D to, like, HDMI, doesn't something like that doesn't work. Wait, DVI? Yeah. No DVI HDMI works. We've got some at my work. It, it works one way, but not the other way. Oh. Didn't know that one. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, one... It's really weird. There's one weird one mm. like that. I tried to do it at work, and it only works one way. And I was okay. like stuck to like 1080p if I tried to do it the other way. <laughs> but the more you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, I honestly hate DVI so much. It's the most like common connection ever. But like, most monitors don't even use it anymore. Just the old ones. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like why graphics cards still have it. I'm not like an expert. I don't work in IT. I work in a computational lab, so I know more than the average person. Um, but I just know enough to be able to put a computer together and run code on it. Fair enough. But it's quite cool that um, you've got that um whole PhD as well. So, yeah, well you're working towards that, aren't you? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm about yeah, yeah, yeah. two years away. I would say two to three years, mm. and then I, my tag will be real. The closest I've ever been to my tag. <laughs> when I made it when I didn't even have an undergraduate degree. Mm. I could be master lame. I have my masters. <laughs> nah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't have the same ring yeah, to it. No, Dr. Lame just like rolls off the tongue. Out yeah. So true. But yeah, um moving on, um, to Smash again. Um, how did you choose Marth? Um so this is actually, I have a friend who went mm-hmm. by the tag Saturn, who was, like, amazing in the game, way better than me at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. The only reason they weren't, like, really high on a PR was in the first PR that got made in a little while, which is, like, when they weren't competing as seriously, and I think they're right under me on it. Before then, they would just destroy everyone other than, like, Stacey's stepdad and Terminator's player 420, and they were just destroying everyone else. And um, they played Fox, 
and they're they're my friend who introduced me to melee. I went to school with them since element uh, middle school, and I'm still friends with them. I hung out with them just the other day, yeah. um, and he's just like, "Well, Marth beats Fox. Why don't you learn Marth? So I'm better versus Marth um, for for like my bad matchup, and that's actually why I picked up Marth was just because my friend wanted someone to cover their bad matchup. And then over time, I've realized like it was a really good choice. I like plays to my strengths as a player that I have naturally, and I feel like the only other characters I would like switch to other than Marth would be like Falcon or Fox. None of the other characters really feel that good to me. They're quite big meta characters right now. Like everyone um seems to go with those characters. Uh yeah, it's pretty much well like a lot of the cast in melee is just not like as fun to play. They're just not as broken. They're less fun to play <laughs> as. Um, like they're not like they're viable. Like I was gonna say this earlier, my friend Trail, mm. who's a top like a top hundred IC player at one point, lost in a hundred dollar money match to Ginger's Kirby. Like, which you like, how does a top player like lose to a top player's Kirby? It's just there's still skill gaps. There's enough skill gaps where the low tiers can be good. It's just they're yeah. not fun to play as. They they don't have all the movement stuff or all like the fun stuff that the better characters have. And so that's why you see like. And a lot of the better characters are better. Like, Fox has everything. There's no, like, Fox players aren't... The only thing they complain about is they get punished hard. But part of the reason they get punished hard is everybody, like, they're half the people playing the game. So, of course, everyone knows how to punish them. Mm. <laughs> but... Why we need Giga Bowser? No, Bring no, it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's not even, it was never legal. <laughs> it was just online. You could play it. It's not a legal character. It's not part of the original cast. Legalize Bowser. Legalize Giga Bowser. Legalize. I don't him. see it. <laughs> you know, you can play as Master Hand as well. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've seen some stuff. Yeah, you can play as Master Hand and Crazy Hand. You can also play as the Wireframes. Is that through glitches or? Yeah, it's through glitches. And there was okay. like a there's a glitch and a, a gecko code, um, that you used to be able to do online too. You can make any character work like ice climbers. So people would play Mario Climbers, so it would be like two Marios. And That's the second cool. Mario would have the mana AI. That is so cool. Yeah. It, it would work more better if it was like Mario and Luigi. Like the Mario yeah, Bros. Just do the code, you couldn't, you yeah. couldn't do that based off how to like the glitch. Ah. Yeah. But imagine if you could. One day that would um, be a you thing. You could mod that. You could mod in Mario and Luigi as an Ice Climbers type character. That would be. But yeah. Um. So, um, on to the next question. How did you get into gaming? And Smash as well. Yeah. So I'd say gaming, uh, as a young child, um, before I could even talk, my parents had a Nintendo. And I would play Mario on my own. And I could, like, beat the game before I could, like, form sentences um, as a human. So, like, gaming since before I could talk. Um, and then I, I just... Like, I would, that would be, like, my main hobby, being from Maine. Like, there's not a lot to do. It's either gaming or playing sports outside. I do both. And playing an instrument. There's not, like, other hobbies you can really have outside of that. Like, you yeah, yeah. Dualistic hobbies. Um, and then um, my oldest sister was a nerd. Um, she actually, I'm going to plug her. She's an Instagram Luminara. She has, like, 40,000 something followers on Instagram. Oh, wow. Uh, she Crazy. Models. But uh, she was a nerd growing up, and so would buy me like my first Magic the Gathering deck. Would like get buy me like games on like Steam and PlayStation and stuff like That's that. That's really nice. I really like. I really like have very fond memories of playing like Kingdom Hearts. It was like one of my favorite PS2 games growing up. The first one and the second one, mm. and Reach Chain of Memories. 
um, Dynasty Warriors, I love. I played that growing up a lot, too. Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper. Yeah. So a lot of PS2 games growing up. But then my first PC game was my dad bought me Rome Total War from a Scholastic book, like, new bookstore type. Like, the school's, like, they have, like, a library yeah, yeah. store, and Rome Total War was one of the games and Civilization. So, yeah, my first PC game was Rome Total War, and my second was Civilization. Civilization, like, the first one? It was, like, Civilization 4, I think. I've never played Civilization, but it does look interesting. Um, it, uh... I wish they would like upscale the graphics or something. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the graphics, but yeah. Uh, have you played like the? I haven't played the newest one. The newest one looks mm. interesting. I haven't. I haven't played it though. I feel like for its time, then they could make it like the graphics like so much better. Yeah, I feel like the concept's amazing. But yeah, I know the next one they're trying to like promising everyone they're gonna go look back at like all the games and try and like take all the best mechanics and make like the best game from all the ideas they've had because they keep like hmm. switching a lot of core mechanics from game to game without really like following yeah, yeah. like an update of the core mechanics hmm. but we'll see if that's true or not yeah yeah uh, see i'm more of a rise of kingdoms fan um because i've got 10 million power so is rise of kingdoms a, a like one of those mobile games or? yeah yeah i was making a joke yeah. about the mobile ads game you know when they go in the cafe yeah. and they're like ah oh, i've um, how does he not remember my my name? Is that oh, that's because he's got ten million power. I think I've seen that ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah mobile yeah. games are insane. My mm. cousin is the uh, vice president of like Zynga, like one of the mobile game companies, and yeah, uh, I couldn't work for a company like that. It's so predatory. It's so weird how like half the adverts on mobile games are just like so fake. Yeah, like um. Oh, what's it called? The um Gardenscape game. I forgot what it's called. But they do like the weird story of the granny and stuff like that. It becomes yeah. like a serial killer. And I'm like, yeah. this is cool, right? But I want to play the actual game where this is shown, you know? But yeah. it's never like that. I think there's a hmm. game on Steam called like You've Seen This in Ads, and it's like they made all like the games you see in ads, like the mini games cool. they show that aren't actually the game. They made into a game that's like just those mini games, and I love that. I love they did that. They did Wait, that. Steam? It's on Steam? It's on Steam. I don't remember okay. the name, but it's, it's a game that consists mm. of them taking all those mini games you see, like, in ads of, like, pulling the pins or, like, moving the troops or stuff like that, but making a game of them. That looks... That sounds really interesting. I yeah. definitely will try and check that out. But, yeah, it, it just annoys me. And another one, Raid Shadow Legends. Now, this podcast is actually sponsored, but nah. I can't not, my, I'm not. my head, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, they have they have reached out though. Um, okay. What's it called? They reached out to not um Team Oasis or the podcast, but they reached out to Blue Skirmish. Um, have I mentioned Blue Skirmish before to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. And Valorant League. Yeah, yeah. Um, they I get a few of those through stream elements a lot of the time, and it's like, oh, Raid Shadowlands have offered you blah blah blah. And the problem is with those kind of sponsorships is they you have to what's it called get people to play the game to get the money. I'm like, yeah. that's cool, but we're trying to stream a Valorant League. We're not trying to play the game. It would be quite funny. Oh, ah, yeah. Valorant League plays Raid Shadow Legends, or like a Raid Shadow Legends <laughs> League or something. But who knows? Maybe yeah. I'll sell out one day. But, um, yeah. Um, Flash Mobile Games, what can I say? Um, it's, weird. it's like weird. Like in games like Genshin um, Impact and stuff get like popular. Mm. And I think 
like there's some like merit to some mobile games and like the idea that we like the gotcha system in some sense that people like gambling but there needs to be yeah. a way to make it like less predatory hmm because there's like clickbait and then there's you know clickbait yeah but yeah there needs to be a fine line i think because um yeah you're just wasting people's time and their storage and sometimes their money as well with Oh, there was a really good mobile game out there on Instagram. Like the guy would make um, the social media guy would make some really cool ads. He wouldn't make it normally be like, "Oh, please play my game" or something. Summoners, Summoners Greed or something. But yeah, I loved that like concept of like marketing. It was so different to the predatory like stuff back at the time. Yeah. You seen it? Seen the game? I I know what Summoners Greed is. Um, like mm. that mobile game, but I I don't know the ad you're talking about, but. I do agree that they used to be less predatory. Yeah. Um, I don't like where the gaming industry is right now overall. I mean, I everyone says that. It's a cliche, and people say it without having, like, a meaning to back it up. But I just mean in the sense there's a lot of, like, yeah. people, like, we have too many investment uh, companies that are being run as investments by, like, our companies have gotten too big. We have too many monopoly companies. And so, like, the ecosystem, there's not a lot of, like, mid, like, this is kind of like the American economy, but there's not a lot of, like, mid-sized uh, gaming yeah. studios out there. We have, like, super giant games in Hades would be an example of, like, there used to be a lot more companies like super giant games. There used to be a lot more games like Hades coming out. They're just passion mm. projects from these, like, mid-sized studios um, who have, who get the money and someone takes a chance mm. on them. But now we just have, like, we have indie game. And to get like small, like one to five devs, and to get bought by a big studio, or if you're mid size, you get bought by a big studio. Yeah. Um. And like, yeah, and it's just been hurting. Like, uh, I would say creativity in games, mm. where it's really just indie games and big games. We don't have like these like medium sized games like Hades that come out and are super creative and change the market. Or yeah. Slay the Spire, but Slay the Spire was more of an indie game, so it doesn't really super count. But, uh, or games like Terraria, like just games that like set a new precedent um i feel yeah. like they're going to become less and less common over time as the game market mm-hmm. becomes more saturated from smaller devs and as it gets more and more predatory like with what unity tried to pull yeah yeah it's just it's become too monopolized i swear everyone's left unity or something like no one yeah using yeah it. like everyone's no longer using unity because that was insane to have like part of your uh like license for the game that part of your license for the engine allow for you to have to pay money to the company off your installs is like there's you could be selling the game and lose money by having to pay unity fees there's like a the math worked out that that was a possibility and that shouldn't be a possibility <laughs> and this yeah, is the license you pay for so this is on top of oh ubisoft as well yeah, um ubisoft is awful blizzard is did awful. you hear about that did you hear about that the story basically if you don't sign in with 30 days, they will delete your account and all your games will be lost. Like, you have to sign, like, make sure, you have to make sure you're signing every month, right? Um, or they will delete your account. That's insane. I'm glad I don't think I own anything. On the, on I the own a few games, stuff. unfortunately. I am Rainbow I've Six Siege. I've tried to avoid and... to buy any game that's not through good old games or mm. through Steam. So, good old games has yeah. no URM, so they can't do that to you. And then Steam... I, like, kind of trust Valve in the sense that he's, like, the crazy communist company that, you know, will probably not delete all your games, hopefully. 
<laughs> but like, I don't trust like Epic Games, and I don't trust like Ubisoft's market or Microsoft. I trust market. Epic. I think Epic's not going to be too bad because Epic Games has always given free games as well. So it's like, yeah, it can't be. They can't be too bad. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Fortnite because the community is awful. It's just a bunch of little yeah. kids crying about, oh, this guy landed on me. Um, uh, what <laughs> are we gonna do? Um, but it's just like two like, and they copy like every pro's picture as well. It's like, oh. Yeah, like new pro picture drops. It's like it's someone's like dog or someone's mum, and everyone, will, every little kid will have I it off. Battle Royale out by the time Fortnite started becoming popular because I played PUBG like a week or like within like like as soon as yeah, it became yeah. a standalone game, I was playing PUBG. So, hmm. okay, I missed the golden age of like mobile game. You know, we had like hill climb racing, um, Angry Birds. You know uh, those kind of games. Yeah, I, I mean, part of that might just be like I don't know. I don't know what the like. We were younger then, right? Mm. Like, what? How old are you? Like, I'm 25, 24. <laughs> I'm 19. You're 19. Yeah. See, so well, like, I'm actually 18, but in, I might as well say I'm 19. 18. But yeah. Yeah. So like, we were in high school, mm-hmm. and you were in middle school. I was in high school. Yeah, in middle yeah. School. Um, we're not like looking for games. Like, we have money. We don't need to look for like free or cheap games that like other kids are playing. So I don't know. Maybe there is still like yeah. free games that aren't as um like uh that aren't like predatory now like there was back then because there's still like clash of clans back then um i played clash royale a lot and that has some mm. predatory things but isn't super predatory yeah but i felt like there was still an element of fun with those games it wasn't just oh you have to buy you know this like subway surfers that was yeah, an option you yeah. didn't need it to progress through the game but yeah there were of course there were still games like that you had to buy all the diamonds and stuff to you know get through to the next day not have to wait but that was optional, you know? Just put your phone down and go somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the weights also weren't too bad. But I still mm. think it's silly to, like, have you wait. Because um, they, they, like, had it. And, like, I think the difference is having you wait and then everyone has to wait versus yeah. having you wait and then being able to pay to skip. Those are very different things. I really liked um Subway Surfers as well. I thought that was good. And um, what's it called? Bad Peakies as well with the um, carts. And you got to design your cards to get to the finish line. That was cool. Yeah, I, I didn't play a lot of... I think I played only the original Subway Surface for a little bit. And, like, the original Angry Bird. And then, like, the mm. developer... Uh, and then, like, uh, Flappy Bird and how the developer took that off the store. That is a shame. It's a shame we lost a great creation, but too many phones got broken. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how Sakurai regrets a little bit of making Melee. I've heard of this, but I don't know why. And he just didn't like how competitive it got. So, like, the reason he made... Oh, yeah! I hate that Nintendo hates esports. Yeah, they just inherently hate... Like, they have a lot of people who just don't like competition. Like, Mm. I think his, like, he had, like, a Joker moment where he was, like, playing on a fighting game cabinet and was, like, winning a lot and feeling really good. And then he realized that the... Like, it was, like, in a Japanese arcade, so you're playing against someone else, like, on a machine across from Mm -hmm. you. And he sees that it was a kid, and the kid was like crying, and he's that was like his Joker moment. We're like, oh, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be happy that we can beat people up like this in games. <laughs> what? <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> that, yeah, that yeah, that like there is these things called mm. school gaps at every single yeah, yeah. Do, and it's more learning. It's really on the kid who's crying to like internalize mm. and understand. Like, there's always gonna be someone better than you. Yeah, it's I feel like, like it's a normal part of growing one up. One in eight million yeah. people are gonna be the best at something, and exactly you're not be the, like just accept. 
that you're not mm. gonna be that one until yeah, yeah, yeah. for a very, 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 very like it's mm. just chance is minuscule and it takes a shit metric yeah, yeah. fuck ton of work to get there. It's not just gonna happen. Of course. It makes so. sense. But yeah, um I really think it's weird how it's um the Smash Street is kinda of like the um not the Smash Team, but the, um, how Nintendo treats um their games with esports is the kind of like how Call of Duty is treated. They make a new game and expect everyone to go over, but a lot of people stick to it and try and keep the esports going. I like that. Like there was a brief moment where you know Mario Kart was still quite a popular esport. I'm not sure if it still is, but yeah, I I think what's it called? We should keep these games running. But the problem is Nintendo will you know eventually come flying down, and that is a bit of a worry. Didn't what's it called? Riptide get like um, yeah. Riptide um got attacked for um Splatoon. They made a Splatoon event and which banned their account. And I think yeah. you know it's it's messed up. Yeah, Nintendo's yeah. done a lot of messed up things. Hmm. They're not a good company. Like the Metroid I like their games, died. but they yeah. Oblivion. Um, there's a bunch of people working mm. projects that feed into Oblivion that are entirely passion yeah. projects that weren't making any money. Um, just even outside, like, esports, they've done mm. awful things. So. And people still, like, kiss their boot. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know why, I know why, I know. No, the reason why, you know, they are the bad guys is because they got Bowser as their president, Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's actually he's, he's actually Giga Bowser. He's actually Giga Bowser. He's Giga Bowser. Okay. Is this the, yeah, the yeah, final yeah. running theory? Yeah, it's the final boss. Okay, listen. Right. You, you walk into that, you in it like a melee match begins when you got to fight all the Nintendo um employees or something. Right, you get to it right, and it's just sacrifice hand or stuff. You got to fight or something, and then you end up with um Giga Bowser at the end. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's the story. Okay. And then at the end, you get like this controller. There should be a movie concept, you know? The Smash movie, I don't know. But Nintendo, now you can make it. But yeah. On um, an entirely different note, I just had an idea that is there like, um, like, we could do as like the Oric, as like Team Oasis. Okay. We could, there's a couple of things we could do. We could have like, the melee players try to coach the alt players in melee and vice versa. That would be really cool. And then run yeah. like a crew battle where the melee players have to play ultimate and the ultimate players have to play melee. And but the the only yeah. coaching they've gotten is from the other like group to like be like kind of like the the chess Twitch uh streams that happen, or like even like us trying to teach you melee. Like that'd be fun. We, we, yeah, we send you on ranked and we're just in, like, <laughs> voice chat yelling at you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so it is interesting. Yeah, the only problem with the ultimate idea is, um, I'm assuming what's called you. You all aren't on Switch. I'm not sure if all of you have Switches. Yeah, the ultimate so... idea is a lot harder because you'd have to mm. all be in, like we are all in main. So yeah, it is more possible because we are all in main and we could just like stream the broadcast to you and or something like that and you could like commentate and talk to us um True. but it it would be harder if it's the melee one we can just do online so the melee yeah. is a lot easier like it doesn't doesn't matter at all we can all just play online for more or we could pirate um, wait wait what Not nothing yeah yeah there is a working mm. emulator for ultimate that yeah, online yeah. works but it's a lot more nintendo's more willing to like prosecute newer um True. True that. and older ones 
Because, like, Nintendo, like, hasn't... Melee's not accessible. Like, you can't... I can't go buy Melee and run it on my Switch. The question so. is, how will they know? How will they know piloting... Yeah, that's a good point. We just... Mm. I, I don't know, actually. We could have that Unless they saw the PC well. screen. Saw, like, the PC yeah. screen, like... Yeah. So um, emulator on the top. With, like, <laughs> the Melee players trying to teach the Ultimate players. Yeah. And, like, running it. I That'd be interesting, like, but like, yeah. Uh, switch to the portion where I I ask you questions, or do we go for like one hour? I've got one hour? more. I've got one more question. But yeah. Awesome. Um, what was your maniacs experience? I would say really good. They're very positive people, and it seems like more of a passion. Um, it seems like it, there's like three. There's like Seth. Um, I'm gonna I'm not gonna try to butcher all their names, but there's three people who put money into the team and work together mm. to make the team. And they were always super supportive and very passionate. So I was, I would, I would say they weren't like trying to be like an official like small org. It was more like, hey, we can support people when we can. And yeah. We have cool merch, and we want to like be a main. Like our name is main. We are mainas. Uh, some most of them have. Yeah, it's good to see. At some point, and so I would mm -hmm. say like just just positive. Um, it would just be yeah. like. The the monetary support is just they mm. they're just guys running a running a org. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to see Maniacs come back. Um, this sounds really weird to say as like you know a rival kind of org, but I kind of miss the days when it was Bandits versus Maniacs. I think you know I enjoyed that kind of rivalry. Um, I mean that kind of rivalry can build like yeah storylines and stuff if it's True. organic, which it was exactly. organic. But it was just maybe a little mm. like. It was a little bit too one-sided in a lot of the games. Yeah. Like, back when the Bandit Smash brought through, and on the Melee mm. side of things, it's just me beating up the Bandits players. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seems like they, they, they're they a little bit more uh, like away from the team, it seems like, lately. So we'll see mm. what they decide to get passionate about and push back in. Because, again, it's yeah. a warmth. When they're passionate about it, they want to do it. Um, mm. But I don't see them like going away or stopping. I think it's just gonna yeah. be like, more of an ebb and flow type deal. Oh, we all have our off moments, so yeah, be good to see them back. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they do jump back into the melee scene, though. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I was the only melee player they ever signed. They talked about signing like Edgecorp or Safety Step. Yeah, mm. that never they never signed either of them, and they signed yeah. three alternate players. So I don't know. It's weird to see like them like. I, I feel like optimally you have like three players of each game signed, so it's weird to go from like a team with like one on my game to like a team with like an insane number of players signed, which is why I'm Yeah, we've got a stacked like, roster right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've got um we've got seven. We've got seven yeah, we've got yeah. we've got seven I believe. That's my question, like that's yeah. a lot of players. Like what what are your plans with with them and the the org and all those players? Um I just feel like what's it called? Having more players makes it, it it's one for good for content. Two, what's it called? It's great for connections as well. They're all well connected to each other, so it helps out the orc in the long run. Um two, they all know each other, so what's it called? They're always gonna communicate with each other, so it's a good, you know, balance I think. I don't wanna do that with ultimate really, because I feel like, you know, I'm starting to go broke with this idea. So yeah. I don't wanna do that with ultimate right. But um what's it called? Um, I think I'll go up to four with ultimates. That's the plan. But yeah, yeah, because I feel like three or four makes like three. Like is what the larger orgs will do is like three or four. 
Well, like seven is crazy, but I like your your like it, we all know each other. We're all feeding off each other. Yeah. And not all of us have to be like the same like not all of us have the same skill level or the same passion. Mm. So not all of us have to be the same price. Um, I'm a big fan. Torg. Yeah. And I think I'll, I'll be interesting to see it going forward. And we have that many. Some people might self-select themselves out, as in, like, oh, I'm not doing as much anymore. Because when you have seven melee players, one of them's bound to quit the game entirely. And have, like, yeah. people always quit melee at some point and come back. But you never fully quit. But you get frustrated. The game's just hard. Yeah, it yeah, destroys yeah. your ego. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be a shame to lose any of them. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's sick. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? I-, I had a question now. Um. Probably should come back to that question. Okay. The future of Doctor Lame. Or... Yeah, the future of Doctor Lame. The future of Doctor Lame. Yes, like say... streaming as well. Streaming. I want to get back into streaming. I always enjoyed mm. that. They've always went well, and that's another thing Maniac is good about. Ooh, ooh. Is where can we find you? Uh, PhD underscore Lame. Doctor Lame was taken, and I didn't like Doctor Lame SSBM. So PhD underscore Lame for Twitch. And then Dr. Lame for all of my other socials. And Twitter would be the best, which I think my Twitter is just at Dr. Lame. Yeah. Um, but the the future would be, like, I want to go to majors, like, more large tournaments. I've done, like, okay. I've gotten 97 at both. Got out of round one pool, so I didn't drown in pools at both. But, I like, the matches that I lose and losers are always super close, and I feel like I can do better. So I want to, like, have a major where I have, the like, a run to my skill level that I think I can have. Um, especially with, like, some of my, like, online results, and then, like, teaming with Edgecorp, um, it would be nice to do that more big events, we just got, we've gotten, I think, 33rd and 17th at the two majors we went to in doubles, and the 17th one was insane, because we only lost to the team that won, and the team that got 7th, and that was a stacked tournament, both those teams were two top 100 players, so, like, I feel like we can, like, I feel like top 8 at a doubles tournament is not outside our reach, most doubles tournaments aren't that stacked, so I like I would I'd, I hope to be able to get us like some tournaments with uh, Edgecorp in the future. Um, Great, most of the with jersey I'm, as well. Yeah, yeah, getting hmm. the jersey and the jersey would be sick. Uh, most of that yeah. would probably be early next early next year would probably be the first major I go to under Oasis, and then regionals wise I will probably more in the latter half of the of the year than earlier on because I have two conferences in October. Yeah. Um so I'm traveling to Seattle, Washington for work and then I have a conference in the local area for work. Okay. Um but you'll definitely see me at Vacation Lands every other Thursday. Hmm. And then um a BLR I plan to travel to before the season's over to kinda like snipe Stacy Stepdad to claim number one or lose a stacy stepdad and lose number one we'll see what happens but i need to travel to a blr soon um yep. and that i'll tweet about before i do like i i told everyone i would give a one week notice for the blr i'm gonna go to um and then yeah i was gonna be at sss which is a regional but the hurt there was a hurricane <laughs> oh yeah you did say yeah <laughs> yeah and it happened to hit I remember exactly. that. actually i definitely could have traveled it was way overhyped hmm. for what, what it was gonna do to maine but the, the predicted like bad area was exactly the highway that I would have to take to New Hampshire. <laughs> you just give me another question as well, because uh, that reminded me about um, Shine. How was Shine? Because that was um, really cool. You did well as well. 97th, remember? Yeah, yeah. I did yeah. I did fairly well. I lost to Bank, who's another Marth player, uh, one of the better Marth players in New England, and that set like wasn't close, and I felt pretty bad about that set. I was like low percent two stocks twice. 
Um, then I made it. I made it on the rest of my pools. Bank actually almost upset a really good Fox hmm. player. Uh, Panda was top 100, so I feel Bank was just playing hot that day, and I was playing kind of average. Then I played a Fox player named Q. He's PR in Connecticut or from Connecticut, and I got reverse 3-0'd in in the round two pools, and that hurt. Getting reverse 3-0'd hurts. Took me a while to get over that because like you're up 2-0 and you're like, oh, I, and I'm Marth versus Fox. I just need to win an FD game, and I got destroyed the next few games. So it was definitely a mentality thing where I just needed to like slow down. I kept like putting more adrenaline, more gas into myself, and that actually was making it worse and making me play worse. So I needed to slow down too rather yeah. than trying to like play faster. And after after watching, wait, was that the video on YouTube? Was that the video on YouTube? That's I don't think that. No, I don't think so. Oh, um, there's a shine video. Of Q, playing, but yeah. There's a shine video of me playing. Yeah. Maybe it's probably the doubles match with Edgeport. Yes, yes, it was a doubles match. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that was on that was on stream. Um, but no, the Q went on to be the highest hmm. ranking New England player other than Doctor Lobster. He beat me and then beat three other players and got to top forty eight. So like, at least he like beat me and popped off. He didn't just like beat me. He didn't just reverse three me and then drown. Yeah. He beat me and popped off. And doubles That's was amazing. Good. Doubles felt good. Like beating Ricky Jesse with a reverse three zero felt amazing. Um, I Question. don't think. I, yeah. What was your doubles placement? Seventeenth out of like two hundred. That's amazing. Wow. And like I said, we lost the first and seventh. Like, we just we weren't meant to get that far. <laughs> we made two big upsets to get there. That's really good. Yeah. It'd be really nice that's one of the most stacked doubles Edgeport. tournaments in a while. Like I think top eight is like we could definitely top sixteen. I think top eight is like a doubles goal for Edgeport hmm. and I now after that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's nice to see what's it called. Um that um Edupop is also playing Captain Falcon. A nice bit of variety for the team because I've been just been seeing Falcos and Star Fox on my team for quite a bit. So getting yeah, to post yeah, different, you know. Those are popular characters. You're gonna yeah. see a lot of them. <laughs> I'm I need to get used to that. <laughs> yeah, when people play melee, that's the characters they think yeah. about are Falco and Fox. Hmm. Yeah, my designer's um for Oasis, so he's getting sick of it. He's like, oh, do we have to do another Falco post? I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he does the XO now, he does the um banners. But yeah. I'm currently covering the um other stuff, but yeah, he's doing a really good job on the Twitter banners he makes. He's currently yeah. making your one as well, as we speak, so... Hell yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah! I think my Twitter picture right now is, like, me in a old tournament playing since you stepped out. I think that's my banner right now, so that'll be sick. Well, um, we should enjoy this one. I think, um, it's gonna turn out quite well. Sweet. Yeah. I like the I mean, pattern I as well. Know, so I'm excited to find that out. So the pattern on the back row is custom, so not only does have, like, your waist and stuff and everything, it's also got, like, Doctor Lame with different texts as well, so yeah. that'd be cool. Awesome. I really think you know it's nice, you know what's it called. Um, I think it you know it's good for any York to like you know give them the resources, of course, you know to rep the brand as well, and to look good rep repping the brand, you know. Yeah, I think yeah you don't want to look important. shit repping the brand. Yeah, it hurts the brand and makes it hurts you. It doesn't mm. want to. You don't want to rep the brand if the merch or the banners or the overlays and stuff don't look good. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, you know, you have to learn the skill as well. Because what's cool, when I first started this team, like, two years ago, um, I've been doing different kinds of stuff. It used to be a content team, not a esports team. Yeah. Like, for content careers. And what I found was it's a lot better 
um, what's it called, to learn this yourself because it saves you a lot of money in the long run. Like, um, I learned, taught myself Photoshop, and I taught myself a few stuff with, like, streaming. Yeah. And then, what's it called, you have to pay so much. So much better to teach yourself a skill. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it for questions for me. I think it is yeah. your turn. So, I asked that question about, like, the future... And like the number of players mm. question, and I, I I like I like the the answer and the idea for that. Um, I think, uh, and then the content I kind of snuck in, so I kind of stuck in some of my questions, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If I if you give me a second, I do have one other one other question. I was like trying okay. to think about uh, what it was again, but uh, the other two were the the doing that content piece, like a couple of content pieces as a team together, and mm. then like the having seven players on a team, but uh, I guess like. What's your like? Because you want another another ultimate player, and yeah. Then what are you like? What are your thoughts about having like? Because if we go to events, we could like share hotel rooms and stuff like that. We could all travel together. Yeah. So if we got like, if we rented like an Oasis van, that would be <laughs> sick. Yeah, that would be travel so cool. To events or something like that. I'd be <laughs> sick and get all your players at events. Um, but I guess like I got I got a lot of the questions I had in terms of the seven players on the team, the future of the team. But I guess like one question that's always there is like where do you where do you see the the team in two years? What other games do you want to go into? What do you hope for the rosters that you have, etc. Two years. Well, as you know, I've been years. really pushing for the team to be quite more popular. Of course, um, I do want it to be quite a big um thing. I feel like, you know, the bigger we are, the more resources we have and, you know, the more we can help our players, you know. We want to go to, like, yeah. a massive event. We've got you covered, of course. Um, we want, like, a gaming house, of course. We, I really want a gaming house for the team. I've wanted this for, like, years. I think it would be sick, you know. How I want to live in Maine, to be honest now. I feel like that's <laughs> on the road. But, yeah, I think it would be cool. I think it would be nice to actually be in the region. Because then I could actually go to the lands and stuff. Um, yeah, that'd be more of a long-term thing. Like, maybe when yeah. the pricing market crashes. <laughs> <laughs> Taking advantage, okay? I, I see you. Good idea. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I do want to get back into Apex. Um, big fan of Apex. Um, I was currently on Apex, right? But we did um, our Apex players. Um, two of them, what's it called? One of them got seriously ill or something. And... Yeah. Um, his other play didn't respond, so it was just um Cyber currently, and then I don't know what Cyber was doing. He um didn't seem that interested, so I was like, "Do you want to be a content creator?" And then he eventually just left. And I was like, "Okay." Um, it happens, of course, you know. And um, a big thing I want to see is, of course, more content for the team. Um, but that we're talking two years, aren't we? So, um, yeah, I picked that time because it's not too long. It's so it's weird. Not, it's such it's like a weird thing to think of. It's a little bit far away, you know? Mm. I can't like really envision is, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years, yeah, yeah. Anything, five years is far away, but... Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know where, where to start from, like, five years. I mean, hey, I used to have, like, a huge roadmap I used to post to Twitter and stuff about yeah. this. Oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But because yeah. of Team Waste coming back so quickly, because, um, like, when Bandits, um, post came back to me, was like, do you want Bandits again? And I was like... Um, sure, okay. I was like, you know what, we're going to rebrand to Team Oasis. He's... And um, I got his permission, but he was like, sure. And the one thing he said to me was, what's cool, make sure to keep the Smash Manifest, because that's the only thing keeping the team going. And I was like, okay. 
And that's what I did. I made it my goal. I said, what's it called? Eventually, these guys will want money. So eventually, you know, that's what I did. Um, it's really an interesting um, scope line because currently I'm the only owner of the team. So it's going to be um, a good one. I, I, to be honest, I quite like working on my own right now. So I don't really want to make the team, what's it called? Like, you know, too corporate. Um, not yeah. a big fan of that kind of corporate kind of approach. Um, I mean, it depends, really. Um, I don't want to make it too large, of course. I want to, you know, have the ability to make changes without, you know, fucking up the team, of course. Yeah, like, finding that, like, right balance where you want to start yeah. on the smaller, smaller mm. end, but, like, a popular, still popular. Exactly. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be hard to, like, find mm. that balance because there are decisions you can make that will make the org bigger, but will ruin, like, the vibe that you want for the org. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be interesting going forth, like, what are the... There's a slogan I used to use, right? And it used to be called The Paradise for Gamers. Like, tropical, of course. Yeah, but, no, that's sick. Yeah. Um, I want that slogan to be real. I want it to be, like, you know, yeah. proper. I want, like, people to, like, be in the team right and kind of, you know, just feel like they're actually gaming, not like, you know, they're part of a job or something, you know? I yeah, still want no, it to be, like, sick. somewhat of, you know, a serious landscape, but I also want it to be, you know, I want it to be quite chill. Um, yeah. So, to, like, connect to that, like, you're young. Hmm. Like, these are the dreams of a young 18-year-old UK yeah. uh, man, he, him pronouns. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's correct. Yeah, young UK man, like, do you ever mm. see yourself moving out of esports, or has this been, like, a passion since you were, for a long time already? Uh, this has been a passion for, like, about two years now. Jeez. I've always been interested in gaming, of course. Um, I've been a content creator for a few years now. Um, I used to be um, slightly bigger, I guess. Um, I was on a decently sized org, um, Team Zyder. Um, and that's kind of what got me into esports in the first place. Um, that rabbit in the background. That's uh, my my cat Luna. She wants. To, oh, she I thought I saw like the ears. I was like, oh, it looks She's like a rabbit. Really small and does kind of look like. A oh. Rabbit, <laughs> kind of upset right now. He's still in here, but we're over soon, so we'll be. We'll be okay. Fine. I just want to get up and open the door. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. What's it called? It's like, what I'm saying. Man, I you forget so easily. About... Yeah. Yeah, no, you were talking about how you're a content creator for two years, and I asked mm. about, like, if you ever see yourself moving out of esports or, like... Yeah. Yeah. I do want to invest in other stuff, of course. Um, I mean, an energy drink would be cool. Um, but I want to work on a, like, food and drink company that it makes, you know, food that is, you know, tastes nice, of course, but it'd be like a restaurant, of course, right? Like a shop, you know, you can go into it, it'd be like Domino's, right, yeah. or Subway, but it's actually healthy. You walk in there, yeah. like, but it it tastes nice as well, you know. That's what I want. Yeah. So I want you to walk in, like, yeah, and you, and it'd be like, oh, what's it called? Um, you ever had like protein pancakes or like a milkshake or something? Like that? Yeah, that kind of stuff. What's it called? It, like, or like the um, you know, guilt-free food. Of course, I feel like guilt-free food would be amazing. I want it to be like, you know, less of like a thing. Oh, what's it called? You got to be on a gym thing or something. I want it to be more like, oh, I'm going very well because the food tastes nice, you know. Yeah, like I, I feel want, like I there's a lot of shit food, in foods, but, but yeah, I wanna, like, feel bad exactly. Food, yeah. yeah, I'm a big yeah, um, was... person who's against um, like these energy drink companies and esports. Like, I think it's cool, right? But I feel like it's not really like, the right thing for gamers, you know. I feel like you know, I think there's a sort of performance level between diet, you know, and gaming, yeah, yeah, um. But yeah, well, cool. definitely. I, what's like, it I like hearing. I like hearing that. That like you have these passions. Mm. Um, and it's definitely like 
advice from someone who's 24 chase that's what i'm doing with my with my phd and like you can still like i can still get good at melee and still chase my phd it's you amazing can you can a company, both. It's work great. a job and yeah. work on the oasis like you don't it's just more hmm. like balancing like you have to have the passion yeah. for it i think is the main thing if you the passion's mm. not there you can't find the time when the passion's there yeah. you always find the time but the passion can't be for the purpose of making money because that's not going to be exactly. long term. Yeah. Unless you're like a crazy person like Jeff Bezos <laughs> and you're willing to sell other people's souls to the dirty <laughs> <ones. Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he did enjoy it at one point, but you know, of yeah, course. Maybe. I yeah, maybe. But I, I think he always enjoyed money more than hmm. like that's his passion, his bigger number. Or maybe that switch. Like at some point he was making so much money, it was like, oh, this feels yeah. really good. Yeah. I mean, it does amplify your personality in the end, of course, that kind of stuff, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, I feel like Oasis, what's it called? I want it to be somewhere, but I don't know how to describe it, because Team Oasis is quite an interesting brand, because it's multiple brands. I'm sure you've heard of Troposcope, Beat yeah, Platform, Wisconsin yeah. Development League. Um, I want to work on Ocean Abyss this year, um, get some of you guys on there. Um, this will be a thing where we talk about like random stars. What you do in a zombie apocalypse? So it's kind of like a spin-off to the podcast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, um, things likely. Yeah, but it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be a good little show. I've tested it before. Um, it's got good promise, but we will have to see how I that goes. That. I love debating, like arguing silly things and talking about silly mm. things in like serious ways. So I'm for that. Yeah. I think like. Catfish, thrown butt, and I would be insane for that. We're all insane. Uh, we could get. Insane we, we could make that work. We could and make we, that we, work. We yeah. each other. Ellis uh, uh, mm. says the thrown butt says the craziest things sometimes. And oh my! You just have to be like, <laughs> yep. I think he believes that. <laughs> but um, yeah. What's it called? Um, what else was I talking about? I think there was one other thing. But I want to do a lot of holiday videos with. I think I mentioned this in chat before, but I think um holiday videos would be great. I feel like no other team is approaching these kind of stuff, and I mean at the end of the day, I just want this org to be a profitable org. I feel like that's the achievement that no org has really hit. Like you see all these orgs, like what's it called, like investing millions and stuff like, and they get nothing back for it. I want to yeah. give my players a great salary, right, but not go bankrupt. You know, amazing yeah. salary, and then what's it called? As long as all the bills are getting paid, everything. It's fine, you know. I'm not like, you know, like, oh, shit. I'm on minus £500 a month. Um, but yeah, that's my vision for the future. The whole goal, right, is to make it, um, you know, good enough to, like, you know, replicate, of course. Like, move on. But I do want to, like, you know, walk out of the space, but keep a wasted intact. So, eventually, what's it called? I will have, you know, a brand that's not, that's outside of esports, like, like I said, yeah. like the food or drink thing or something. But, yeah, it's like, you know, maybe, I mean, I've always liked um space, but, yeah, I don't really think that's like anything close Asteroid to Asteroid miner super phase. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> who knows? Um, Oasis to the moon, eh? Have yeah. you heard of that hashtag? You've seen that hashtag, right? Yeah. yeah, I've seen that hashtag. I'm not a big crypto guy, so I kind of don't like it because I don't like crypto, uh, but I think it's still funny. The reason why it's called Oasis of the Moon is because our logo is a moon. Noticed by on uh, the O that, on that the team. Yeah. yeah. I think in like five years we'll be fine to use. Hmm. <laughs> Once we move forward, yeah, no one will know. Dead. No one will know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, it's just Oasis of the Moon. It's not. 
uh, whatever yeah. crypto thing it was, the moon. It, what's that? You know, what's that? Don't even know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and back to what you were saying about the same bosses. I want to talk about question one again, really. I feel like question one. Um, I feel like you know the bosses sizing, of course, is really important for the yeah. team. I want more content creators, of course. Um, content creators um are really important to a team. I don't think most teams realize how good it is to have a stream on your team. I mean, yeah. I'm a streamer myself, so I understand, you know, the importance of it. And I've, you know, it's really hard to find content creators for Oasis, but if we do find some, I'll be more than happy to take some on. So that is yeah, my next. Cool I've like, creator who was like in the Smash scene and knew how to like and like could help with like making Smash related content with the Smash Brothers. I really want to get um our other content creators involved though with you guys. Yeah. I want it to be like you know just because you don't play the same game, of course. Yeah. You're still connected, you know. You're still part of the family, you know. But yeah, I feel like it's um I don't know I don't know how you say it, but it's like. I'm just trying to create a community that's, you know, not linked to one game, of course. Because, you know, games yeah. come and go as well. And it's not, you know, I want, I don't want to bite myself into a corner, you know? But, like, that's an important thing to do. But, yeah. Um, Ultimate Players, what's it called? Um, I made a post today about that. Um, yeah. The third slot. And people are already picking their ideas. And, like, um, I, I don't know who to pick, you know, really. Um, I'm gonna kind of leave it open for a bit, you know, just to generate hype, of course. Um, and you know, see if anyone DMs me. But yeah, yeah, I... I'm gonna plug Shard. I don't know <laughs> if you will, but or or Danilla. Hmm. Those would be my calls, but I don't know if either of them will. But... I I think I did message um Shard um recently yeah. but yeah i never got a reply back um just say dr lane is requesting <laughs> <laughs> bro is literally calling for him <laughs> yeah i used to uh we played a pet band together and there's like an we both yeah. snare drum and there's like an older snare drum uh younger snare drum in each of the mm. bands like a mentor mentee um mechanic there yeah. and i was his mentor and it was funny because I was number one in melee. He was number one in ultimate. Where the two snare drummers mm. from the band, like for the hockey games and basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cute. <laughs> I've been following the ultimate PR um for quite a bit of time, and I've noticed what's yeah. cool that Shard and um Excellency have been batting it out for quite a bit of time, and now yeah. Excellency has just taken that first slot. So it's interesting how it's going to play out in the future. I really do yeah. like watching that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's just nice to see what's it called. Um. The competitive, you know, I'm quite a competitive person. Yeah. Um, and I like seeing what I really like seeing is that you know, the little tournament banners people make, those with the um, the character there, character there, character there. I love seeing those. It's nice when a tournament yeah. organizer actually puts work into that kind of stuff. Yeah, Being a tournament organizer myself, it's like that's good. No, that's sick. Yeah, um, I think that's it. Um, yeah, man, I think I'm good with those, uh, those two questions as well. Hmm. If you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah thanks for coming man um it's been a great having you on the podcast yeah i'd yeah. love to do more things for oasis and be part of more things and of course my stream back up so come come follow mm-hmm. me on uh, twitch and twitter and follow team oasis that was our amazing guest dr lame um yeah i believe that's um that was all and 
yeah, check them out, and we'll see you next month with another new guest. Bye, that was everyone. me, your host, Superphase. Um, yeah, bye.